Welcome back to another episode of the Get Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Chris McGee. And just a quick quick shout out to say thank you for everybody who's got back to me on social media about the podcast so far. Uh, I'm glad it's helping a lot of people. This one in particular today was one that I really enjoyed recording because it was with Paul McCubrey, who's the owner of Navigate IFA. Paul works as a financial planner, mortgage broker, amongst other insurance services. Um, Paul was share, happy enough to share his his thoughts on how people should move going forward in terms of managing finances. Because during this pandemic, a lot of people are worried about how they're going to how they're going to get through financially. Whether it's they're you're self-employed or you own a business, or even if you just got a job. So anyway, if you like the podcast, subscribe, leave me a rating. I would really appreciate it. Or reach out to me on social media if anybody wants me to interview a guest, and I will reach out and try and get them on. Anyways, I hope you enjoy the episode. Thank you all very much, and I will speak to you all very soon. Our podcast is about to begin. Hi, this is Chris McGee, and you are listening to the Get Thinking Podcast. Welcome, Paul. Thank you very much for coming on today. Um, so, like I say, why don't we start just by you taking the floor, tell us a bit about your background, three or four minutes, you take it for, for us. Great, Chris. Thank you very much. Um, uh, thanks for asking me on. And uh, thanks, actually, for giving me an excuse to get up and get uh, changed into jeans and T-shirt and out of the trackies. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it's like shorts and tracksuits are just yeah. the thing at the minute. <laughs> Put a bit of hair gel on this morning, just to feel like I was doing something. Uh, but yes, thanks for the opportunity. Um, I'm a partner and lifestyle financial planner with uh, my company called Navigate Independent Financial Advisors, financial mm-hmm. advice practice based on the Hollywood Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been a financial advisor since the early years of 22, and I started off in Northern Bank. And uh, four years later, decided to go out self-employed and work my way up in the self-employed world of being a financial advisor. And then five years ago, merged my business with my two business partners, and we set up Navigate. Uh, and we've now got Navigate Independent Financial Advisors and Navigate Mortgages. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of work, uh, live in Dope, married to Helen. Uh, we live with our two dogs. Um, Sadly, as it sounds, life's mainly taken up with work at the, at the minute, but I uh, enjoy most sports, especially football. And this year's the year where I'm going to try and conquer, well, not conquer, I'm going to just start playing golf and we'll see where we go. <laughs> uh, but that's really me. Yeah, happy days. I always find, like, not again, I'll go and play a charity game of golf uh, for if someone throws it in. And I was just, I'm always just looking forward to the very end where you get the beers and the food in. I know. I was playing with uh, our mutual friend Chris Selwood the other week. Yes. Uh, cracking day in Galgorm, sunny, no one about. And about the fifth hole, I said to him, I don't actually know if I like this game or not. And he said the same. Yeah. And uh, this was after losing about three balls. Um, but I, we changed our mindset and said, right, come on, it's a lovely day. But don't play here. We're just going home to sit in the house. And we ended up enjoying it. But that, yeah. there's so many good reasons to play, exercise, business. Friends, chat keeps you off the beers. <laughs> yeah, well, temporarily until you get to the end of the course. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've we'll, we'll had a bit of a chat off camera, Paul, about obviously everything that's going on in a minute. And I know you said it's sort of about ten days too late to do this podcast. 
But why don't you give us a rundown of what's happening in the financial world of, of, about the, the coronavirus pandemic and what do you think people should do? Yeah, and I think when we say we're 10 days too late, uh, uh, what we, some of the things that I, I'd like to share will come in handy whether we're in the middle of a crisis or on down the line. Uh, it just feels like every day it's changing and it's changed so fast over this last few weeks. But I don't know about you, but I, I, I sort of feel the initial panic's over. Uh, in in that we all know where we stand now, whether we're employed, self-employed business owners. Um, I know for me, the first couple of weeks was right. Okay, this is this is serious. And I was actually in New York, and a one of our colleague or staff was in Thailand, and that sort of highlighted to me maybe a couple of days before everybody else. If you remember that week, maybe three yes, weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. And um, from that week onwards, it was all about looking after our staff. Get, being able to work from home, getting them home. Quite a few had underlying health conditions that we weren't aware of. And we just thought, look, we need to work on the basis that we're going to have to work from home. And then it was about dealing, looking after our clients, reassuring them as stock markets fell. And then the last week was really about looking after our business. I, I don't know about you, but I feel and I know where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And what we all, none of us know where this thing's going to end. Yeah. But have a have a good look to the future as the right okay if we stay like this for three months and it takes three months yeah so i feel everybody we have a good idea where we are if whether you're employed self-employed self-employed obviously it's a bit more difficult because of the the way that the the whole furlough scheme is working but a lot of employees are either working or they're on the furlough scheme earning 80 percent of their wage yeah. which for most people the fact that they can't go out yeah We'll probably save that 80 percent of their wage. Apart from I don't know about you again, but shopping bills and through the roof, and yeah, yeah. breakfast, breakfast, lunch, and dinner at home. But mixed into that, if you've applied for your mortgage holiday, we're not paying rates till at least June. I know my gym membership was suspended without me doing anything. The Sky yeah. Sports is suspended. I'm gonna. I went through my own outgoings and cut out silly things I cut out the spotify at 10 a month as i wasn't using it i can deal with a few adverts if i want to listen to music yeah um, so that's where i think we're at at the minute and obviously the big unknown to us all is we don't know when this is going to end yeah and for us as a business the longer it goes the more financial difficulty it'll be bring because we can't meet new clients and our income's probably going to be down 60 percent so yeah Oh, well, yeah, I completely agree. Um, I was lucky. I, I spoke about this to a guy that I had on the podcast who's in the removals industry as well over in uh, London, uh, or sorry, over in Worcester. And we were just chatting about bond finance and stuff. And I, I took a bond out on finance for my second bond because we really needed it. Um, yeah. have the cash to buy one outright. But I, I was just about to take a premises on, but just based on everything that I've been reading over the last couple of years, I kind of I kind of wanted to stay at this stage because I didn't want to become over leveraged. And that yeah. wasn't really, but it was easy enough to defer the van finance payment. Um, I'd done the same thing as you, cut out some stupid things um, that you're paying for. Most, most of my outgoings are controllable. So I would always just invest yeah. in equipment if we make a bit of money. You know, I think we spent 1,700 pounds last month on, on new equipment and new stuff. So, you know, if I'm not buying it because we're not using it, then it's it's money easily saved. We don't have an awful lot yeah. of huge outgoings in our business, which is which is good. Um, 
What do you think people start now in terms of personal finances at the minute? Have you seen any patterns with anybody? I think the other thing that I would say to you is that up until this, the general consensus of small businesses like the you and I and uh, my circle of friends who would be business owners is we all felt that things were going really well and we were excited for 2020. And, yeah. you know, I was two years into my business when 2008 came along. And it, it definitely took for five years for, for me to be really busy again and be able to grow. Really? I think that's a dis- yeah. I think that's a disappointing thing for us. We all have plans. So you took out your 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 van finance in order to be able to have a second van in the road, and it was all an, an educated, um, thought out process of growing your business. So, I think also in your business, as we talked about off air, I think it will get back quicker because there are there's a lot of completions sitting waiting. Yeah. You could find the first the first couple of months of whatever normality is, <laughs> you'll be flat out. Uh, and I'll be sitting on that cash as well once if that, if that does yeah. happen, you know, yeah, to be prepared. Yeah, yeah, and um, make hay when the sun shines um, and just work your out. I think that's my thoughts. Are we'll get through this, you know, take some downtime during this time. I've been flat out since I started, but I do plan to take some downtime because I know once I get back, it'll be about trying to close much of this back, yeah, and yeah. get forward. In the, per, in the personal finance world, again, I think most people know where they are now. So the employed, as I say, being an 80% of their wage. I know from my own friends who fall into that boat, they're comfortable. Maybe they feel like they've got money. Uh, they talk about online spending and stuff. So that's a, an idea that there's money floating around. For the self-employed, it is obviously very difficult. Uh, and, um, you know, if you qualify for the furlough scheme, you're not going to get it till the end of June. So trying to manage cash flow up until that stage is going to be difficult, especially if you're not doing any work whatsoever. So if you take if you take the employed, even a lot of employed, only eighty percent is taking the mortgage holiday, so that that frees up the money and the rate. Self-employed, I think people have asked me, would you be taking it? I've done it myself. Uh, I don't really need to at the minute, but my thoughts are: if this goes on longer than I thought, I would rather be in control of my cash. Yeah. And if we get, and just in case, if we get through it quicker, then I'll have that cash sitting there, and I can over make that overpayment back on my mortgage. Yeah. And yeah. you know, so I've just been saying I'm sandbagging as much cash as possible, and like the rates money I've saved, I'm not spending that; I'm just keeping it to the side, yeah. just in case. Because that's, as I keep saying, that's the big unknown. When is this going to end? When can we go back to work? And I've stopped watching the news, but I watched a documentary last night in Channel 4. And one of the scientists said that, you know, this could, until a vaccine comes out, we could be in lockdown, bit of normality, have to go back to lockdown. And this could be the format until the vaccine comes out. It's like, how do you manage the business then? And yeah. Cash flow. Yeah. I, I think local businesses are really feeling it at the minute. Um, Although on the flip side of that, I have a, I think that, you know, there's a lot of, it's been really easy to start a business over the last sort of four to five years with the use of social media. And I think people, I don't know, like how, how old are you? 40. 40. So like I, I'm, I'm 29 and I see most people around about my age, sort of the millennial. Yeah. <laughs> are, are starting to fear into online, are starting to venture into online businesses which is fair enough. Um, but I think after all this is over, there's going to be a huge opportunity because a lot of subpar businesses are going to fall away Yeah. over this period. I agree. 
and they're going to go back to employment because they can't handle the pressure. And I think there's going to be a huge opening for great, for great local businesses. So people with good, good brands and good reputations um, are going are, are gonna to rule the world whenever, it's my personal opinion, um, my hypothesis in the situation. <laughs> the, uh, no, I, I agree with you. There's, there's plenty of opportunities even in our business. Like, and every business, you have a long list of things that you want to do that you know can improve the business. But when you're really busy with new clients and client work and the money's coming in, you just never get around to it. So we're using this as a reset to bring in things like Microsoft Teams. We were doing video calls. I was doing plenty of them, but uh, like one of my partner in particular wasn't doing any. It's now made him do it, and he realizes that the difference that this can make. And mm-hmm. um, even like... The, the group where we met, Belfast Property Meet, did their first meeting the other night with 86 people on it. It worked. Yeah. Uh, nothing beats, obviously, face-to-face and building that trust, especially in a small village like Northern Ireland. But, yeah, no, I agree with you. I also think that the thing that gives me confidence, and you're t- too young to have felt it, was the 2008 crash. The banks were bust. Like People were worried. People were queuing outside of Northern Rock because they thought their money was going to go. Yeah, uh, it was a real mess, and it, I know myself. There was a August two thousand thirteen. Uh, I got injured playing football, and I couldn't do preseason training. Not that I was too disappointed, to be honest. But I remember started working Saturdays because it was really busy, and I remember just thinking, "My tank, things are getting back on their feet," and I'm starting to think about employing people again. So that was five years. Yeah, of, exactly. you know, and. Yeah, of of that, this isn't going to be that. You know, this will get back on our feet quicker. And I think you also got to look at the human side of it. Like simple things, like I never use video calls to phone a friend before. Now I do it on WhatsApp video all the time. We're doing group chats. We're connecting with family. You know, uh, my my one of my sisters lives in Newry. Don't see her that often. Every week we're doing a group family call and all those different things. So I I look at it as a positive. There's still obviously. We can't yeah, forget yeah. people who people who are going to lose relatives and and stuff like that through this. But I, I feel there are positives to come from it, and we just got to dig in now and stay indoors and mm-hmm. try and get through it. Yeah, there's a lot of people still still not, and I know against a lot of against a lot of criticism over the last couple of weeks because I didn't shut my door straight away. We still had moves to complete, as we you know we spoke about. It was a bit too late to change those dates for us, so we had to go and finish some, some removals. Um, even over in London, like it was completely dead in the centre, but just what you hear in the news, it's not, it's not that bad. People aren't really taking it seriously. Social distancing here is much stricter than what it is in London. I can tell you that. Yeah. You know, people just have seen pictures. Yeah. Then the sheer, the sheer amount of people there, but, huh? you know, you get the sheer amount of people that live in London and, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, but the social distance, like it has to, people have to take it seriously. I mean, I'd seen a young nurse died last night. You're just like, let me come on. You just don't know what, what's happening. Um, I know you mentioned the, the furlough scheme there. Uh, for anybody listening, is there a way for people to apply for that? Or how, how is that working? Is okay, that- so yeah. you're, you're uh, for an employee, it's your employer. Your employer does it through... There's a new ATMRC portal. I'm not sure if it's live or not, but it all gets done around the time is when you do your normal pay run. Right. So 
our, our accountant looks after our payee, so we just send across who's been furloughed, they do the calculations, and then they put the details into this new portal. Mm-hmm. For the self-employed, I don't think we don't qualify because of the nature of set up the business, but I, uh, I believe that you don't do anything with the government are going to be contacting you. Uh, you've obviously got self-employed to apply for universal credit, um, and you should be doing that if you're not working as well. Take every penny you can get. I am hearing rumours that people like with second houses and rental income are, I heard of one yesterday being declined, but they have very little profit from their rental. They only have one house. They were a bit of yeah, a reluctant yeah. landlord. And there's very, very little profit in it. So I've advised them to go and appeal that. And the, 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 what do you call them? I forget the name where you go to get your benefits. Uh, Social Security didn't uh, ask to see like the tax returns or anything to prove that. So I think you're just going to try and claim for every penny. And on the self-employed scheme, I believe the government contacts you, and then but you're not going to get paid till June, backdated. So you'll get up to seven and a half grand, depending on it's eighty percent of what your average of your books were the last three years. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's interesting for for me um, because I am self-employed. But you know the way the, the structure set up, I'm not exactly sure. But I've got the employees. They, they I, I run mine through QuickBooks, so I'm, I need to speak yeah. about that sort of stuff. Yeah, so you're kind of keep your right. So you've just finished that uh, the bit of work there the other week, and um, you can now go and register them as furlough, and you send them a letter. You agree it. You must agree it with staff. Good agreement. And then uh, you send them a letter just confirming everything, and then your accountant will look after the rest. And you'll so you'll still pay them. If you're if if you're paying them the eighty percent, your accountant will tell you how much to pay them on normal payday, and then you'll claim that back. Hopefully, that will be paid at the end of April. Okay, then on. Um, right. So that's the the furlough sorted. What about personal finances? Uh, you know, I know we spoke a bit about mortgage holidays. Um, is there anything people can do to manage their own personal finances over the next, you know, three to six months, yeah. however long it's going to last? Yeah. So obviously, the mortgage holiday was a big thing. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't already, Google your lender. So say you're with Halifax, Halifax Mortgage Overpayment Calculator. It'll take you through the page, and it's a very simple process. Uh, they ask very little. Most lenders ask very little questions. They am hearing of some that we wouldn't use that often in the business. Or asking a few more questions, but generally, have you been affected by it? And the answer is yes. Then you apply for your three months holiday. You must be up to date with your payments. Can't be in arrears. Understand that it's not your the interest that's accrued over these next three months will be added on to your loan, and your payment will jump up. Um, and if anyone wants to contact me, I can send them a good mortgage payment calculator, which they can work that difference out. But for what I've seen, an average mortgage of 100 grand is maybe going to go up 10, 15 pounds. So it's not huge if you really need to do the mortgage holiday. If you don't, and you're on a repayment mortgage, you know, keep paying it. You know, it will get paid quicker, but it is there for you. Yeah. Um, I'm now hearing the credit cards potentially doing the same. I've heard of people with car loans being able to do the same, but you need to be careful with the likes of the car loans because the credit agreement must end at the date that you agreed. So yeah. if you don't pay it, if you don't pay it for a few months, the the uplift on your payment could be more. So just be careful. Um, uh, yeah, just just on that point, I actually had my own, like I said, my van finance payment. They had they deferred it and they said there's no there's going to be no interest. 
uh, added to it, and it'll just be deferred for three months. There was right. the, the way it was structured; it seemed pretty good. That's so, good. So they allowed you to do. They allowed you to take a proper holiday. Pro- proper holiday, no interest. It's just basically adding an extra three months on to my to my payments. So right. yeah, I, they sent me a pretty detailed email about exactly how it's how it's structured and how, so, how it's going to work. Which was good. So it's very good for yeah. everybody who maybe is, and yeah. even the logistics industry who maybe have, would have finance finance payments. Yeah. Again, that's new information's come out in the last week. It was a week ago when someone called up. That was the thing about the credit agreements having the end. So that's brilliant. Yeah, that's definitely in your case. That's a massive help. I think, Chris, for me, sort of my top tips, I would give these out at any time, any time of the year. It's all about getting financially organized. So many people aren't financially organized. Uh, they, they don't know what's coming in. They don't know what's coming out. They don't have systems in place. Um, so for me, it's about right actually sitting down, spending some time with this, and a lot of people have got more time on their hands than they've ever thought they would have. Is always start with the basics. So how much money have you got coming in over the next six months? What's going out over the next six months? Write down every single bit of expenditure, and then make decisions as to is that essential. So when I sat and looked at Spotify, for example, I know it's only a tenner. But I thought, you know what? I don't listen to it that often. I can put up with a couple of adverts if I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have Sky Sports and you haven't done it already, you can postpone that. If you're not going to your gym and they haven't offered it, speak to them about postponing. And make it, you, you, you mentioned it earlier, be in control of what goes out of your account. Yeah. But if you know what's coming in, what's going out, then you'll know exactly what they come from. I've had a few friends and clients who are actually applying for jobs. There are jobs out there. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, my brother's a joiner with a van, so he's thinking about going to do some delivery because delivery online shopping is obviously huge. Mm-hmm. So, because not, and it's not even so much about the money for him, it's about getting out of the house and having his routine and uh, going, to work, going to work. But one of the things to, to further that, this is a great time to get your banking sorted out. So, I find that people have direct debits coming out of different bank accounts. You know, get it as simple as possible. Change your dates. If you get paid on the, the last day of the month, get all your direct debits going out on the first of the next month. Mm-hmm. Um, have them have your salary coming into one account that pays all your bills and then work out what you've got left to spend and stand and order that to another number two account. Yeah. So you know what you've got left to live on for the rest of the month. And, and then you can start budgeting. We can all save money on what we spend in the supermarkets. Uh, things like Revolut, Monzo, I love them with your Revolut card. I got it. I got it for going to Euros actually back in 2016 because I didn't want to take a lot of cash. Yeah. Uh, but I use that for I use that for most of my spends, you know, going out for lunch. And it's great yeah. because as soon as you spend, it comes off your account. So Revolut, Monzo and Starling are sort of the new kids in the block, yeah. which I think are going to be big. I've heard Revolut uh, is great for traveling. And I haven't actually great for, it, but I've, I've Great for traveling. So every month I just put on uh, an amount of money, Chris, that's really to do me, you know, like for my lunches or just mm-hmm. general general spend. And as soon as you use it, I use mine only on my phone, contactless. As soon as you use it, it comes out. So yeah. it's not like it's not like when you use your bank card, it takes a couple of days. So you just know where you are. Yeah, so, all the time. Yeah, it's, I recommend it. I recommend it loads of my friends. And if you're a traveler, it's great because the exchange rates are very good. But see if you spend the time just doing that and getting your banks lined up and as simple as possible. You'll come out when things get back to normal. You'll be so much more organized. 
And I know in my own business, we sat down, and I'm quite embarrassed to say this, we've sat in the last week and looked at every outgoing, and we've looked at some of the prices. We've been like, are we for real? Mm-hmm. And, and I think it goes back to being busy and not having the time, and when things are going good, yeah, just take on 30, 40, 50 quid. Yeah, and we're just, I, both business and personal, I'm in control of it now. I've cut a few things out. And look, if we need them when we go back, we'll take them. But maybe we'll spend a bit more time shopping around. Uh, all other things are your mortgage. If your mortgage is up in your in the next, you know, in the next six months, or if you're sitting on the lender standard variable rate, there's plenty of people out there paying four and a half, five percent and they don't even realize it, but they can get that down rightly. So mortgage review, we can do that. Uh, video yeah. call, it takes about 10 minutes. We just need to know your current lender and your account number. Yeah. Look at your insurances, life insurance, critical illness, income protection, home insurance. When was the last time you reviewed them? Is it enough? Uh, do you have enough? Could we save you money? Could we upgrade them? That's the type of thing that we've been really busy on. Um, and-, and it is in there. I actually messaged you about this about income protection. Can you clarify for anybody who's listening about does income protection cover being off during coronavirus? So income protection is a policy that pays you if you're off ill after a set period of time. So someone like you self-employed would have what's called a deferred period of let's say four weeks. Mm -hmm. Someone that works, someone that works in the NHS would have tw- would set theirs for after 12 months because they get six months full pay, six months half, okay? So yeah. say you, you were genuinely off ill with coronavirus and in your case, you were off for longer than four weeks. Your income protection policy will pay you the income that you insured yourself for. Right. It does not, it will not pay for a self-employed person who can't do any more work. Right. There's no, insu- there's, there's no insurance. This is one area that we've been talking to people about a lot because it's an area that people think that they, oh, I'll cancel it, I'll not need it at the minute. We're in the middle of a health crisis. So there's a chance that you will need it. But more importantly, the policies today cover you for coronavirus and other airborne viruses. Going forward, that may not be the case. So that's why it's a good time to review it, but not cancel. It could become really, really important. Yeah, and these are the things that, it's something I never would have thought about until I spoke yeah. to a few different people and then I got it and it's probably one of the best because you just never know self-employed especially in an industry that I'm in you know where injuries injuries can't happen you know you, you could just be something simple and if you're out of work you can't work yeah. well, if you're looking if, if you're genuinely focused on building wealth for your future so you don't spend what you come in you don't take uh, silly debts on you save a certain amount of your money every month if you're focused on building building wealth for the future you need to protect you need to put foundations in place so the likes of you I know you're flat out working hard trying to bring in as much as you can grow the business doing the likes of this etc etc and you're starting to build you're st- you know build I know this because I, I have three guys in my office all around the same age as you is really ambitious as well starting to get going build up a few quid well if you've started to build up savings and then you're out of work for six months because you were in a car accident or you develop some sort of illness those savings are wiped and you're all the way back to stage one and maybe even further back because you've had to stay dead so no one wants insurance but we've got to take it and yeah. we've all got car in- we've all got car insurance because we're made to take it yeah. but if, if any of us were off work for a long period through illness or something that will 
putting cost us a lot more than what it would be for cars, you know, to replace a car. With them and so look, yeah. So, yeah. The other wee things just on the back of that is uh, about making a will. So mm-hmm. for anyone that does an insurance review with us, we will arrange a free will for them. And um, again, this has been something we've had a lot of calls about, but it's because it's in people's in the forefront of people's minds. Um, and also it's a good opportunity to look at all the other things loads of lots of people would uh, talk to me about their pensions they don't have a clue about their type of pension they're in all these auto enrollment pensions workplace pensions people don't fully understand it's actually a good time to actually get the down you know get access to your statement and really understand where you're at that's you know just just on top of all that this is exactly what i'm going to do this week I've had a skim through my bank statements and things like that, but this week is going to be the week where we're cutting out all, well, me, just me personally, cutting out all non-essentials. Um, I couldn't even tell you the last time I watched Netflix and I'm paying for it. Uh, yeah. Just, it's just silly things. I would, you know, spending time doing things like this is more beneficial for me than, than sitting doing that. And, if, you know, you're very, you're, people rarely watch the TV, but they're paying for three, four Netflix accounts. Yeah. It's crazy. My my dad's really into YouTube and sort of per, personal development type stuff. And mm-hmm. I never watched YouTube because I never had sat down the time to look for it. And he sent me a few links this week. I'm actually some really good stuff, like you yeah. know, entrepreneurial people who have built businesses for nothing, from nothing, yeah. and and things like that. Um, but you're you're now starting. Well, I what we talked about at the start is getting yourself financially organised. It's whether yeah. we're sitting here today in the middle of a health crisis or you, this is the normal times doing it once a year ringing sky ringing bt ringing your service providers trying to get better business, freeing up as much money as you can yeah i um, do anything like that the only thing i've got to do broadband and netflix it's just i know it's they, they, they're all simple things but you know you've got 599 and like you say spotify 999 yeah it's not a lot of money when you're earning it but when, when the income slows or stops yeah. all these things can make a big difference and for eating out as well um, <laughs> I've seen an Instagram picture in weeks. Uh, you know, the poached egg getting bust over the avocado. Uh, uh, yeah. But like, I am missing that now. I do me, like my breakfast lunch uh, during the week. Yeah, I, I like I like a good breakfast. You know, I don't really go out yeah. much because I'm an early bird, so I'm usually in bed for like nine o'clock. You know, anytime yeah. after half seven, I'm starting to drift off. I like a good breakfast. But even things like you know going shopping and taking. That, that was one thing I'd done at the start of the year. It was a big goal of mine to save money. Not, not predicting anything like this, but just I wanted to save more. And I, I cut out buying coffee and I cut out buying lunches for a while until, you know, all this happened and I didn't have time to do shopping, just busy with work. But I was surprised at the amount of money you can save just by, by doing that. Yeah, that's a good exercise to do. I uh, wrote a book years ago about all this, the basics of financial planning. Mm-hmm. And I tr- I tracked my expenditure. I did it for eight months. I was going to do it for a year and then I just fell off. See, if you did it for a month, it's really eye-opening. So joking about about spending money, I know that I spend too much on lunches, but I work long hours. I'm in the office sort of 10 to 12 hours most days. So I like getting out. So at least I'm conscious of that decision. You're So doing what you're doing now is a good thing to do at any time. The, the danger for us all is a wee bit of boredom and online shopping. So uh, a skill that I learned from a book, I can't remember the name of the book, but a, a couple of years ago, because uh, you know what it's like now, especially you're sitting home on Saturday night, 
and you've had a couple of drinks and you're on Facebook, but you happen to be on. So I was on looking at home gym stuff a week ago and what's all in your Facebook or all the bloody pages that you look at all the time. And it's so easy, especially after a few drinks, being impulsive to buy. But the tactic that this book talked about was putting, they called it the 28 day challenge. So say you find, you, you went online, you like something, you bookmark it, and then you set a reminder for 28 days. And if you still feel you need that thing, then buy it. But you can, you can change that to three days, 24 hours, whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you sit back and look, you know, as mm-hmm. to what is, is this? Another, and a question in that book was, is this the best use of my money at this time? And yeah. if you're going to apply those things, you'll just make better decisions. Because mm-hmm. like I've been on there, there's some great sales, especially in clothes. Like, well, what's going buying clothes? Can't go out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I need a new pair of tracksuit bottoms and a new slippers. <laughs> I, 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 because I am now actually in self-isolation for the next load of weeks, I went on and bought a pull-up bar uh, and a resistance yeah. plan just, just for home workouts. And uh, like obviously you've been hearing about the home sports direct, I think, put their home workouts yeah, prices up. But now there's people on Gumtree and eBay, it's crazy money just for like a set of kettlebells. Oh. I paid like 40, 49 pounds for mine last night for a pull-up bar. In a year's time, in a year's time, you'll be going on the gum tree to buy all them at good prices because once we get back to normal here, um, I have a lot of people saying they're going to do things different. I, a friend of mine was saying that he, every morning he's having breakfast with his two, wife and two kids. And said, Why didn't I do this before? Just usual, so busy with work, wanted out the door and in the office as early as possible. And I yeah. said to him, like, Nine out of ten people, life will go back to the exact same as it was. So write down two or three things that you're going to do and change and send them to me, and then I can hold you accountable. To, yeah, yeah. Know. And you th- like, I don't like, I don't have a family or anything in my actual household, but I haven't seen my mum now in nearly six weeks. I haven't seen my dad in six weeks, but FaceTime in two or three times a week, which yeah. we've never done. Um, how do you think this is going to affect people's family lives going forward? I don't know about you. I think that'll enrich it a wee bit. Uh, yeah. Like so those those group calls, obviously going and seeing your mum and giving her a big hug and, and all that is nothing will ever beat that. But the fact that you're actually going on and doing a video call with them, maybe calling more or talking more, I'm pretty good. I would be in touch with my dad most probably every two days. The minute yeah. it's every day, but I wouldn't talk necessarily to my mum every day. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're all busy and what have you. I think it'll be good. I know it definitely with my siblings. We're doing more group calls and having a bit of crack. And yeah, we've we've got a we've got a what do you call it? Uh, a, a group message set up with me and my brothers and sisters, and it, it's been yeah. it's been flat out. Um, and it's, it, it is good. I, I actually can't wait to see them all and see because I would usually visit my family twice a week. You know, maybe yeah. Back. Once a week to walk my dog with a bro- with my brother, and then another time I'll be you know up on Sunday afternoon to see mum, dad, and everybody. And it's I have been busy over the last few weeks, so I haven't really thought much about it. But now I'm in self isolation; it's it's different. It'll be interesting to see when we go back. You know what goes back to just the way it was, and what actually are the permanent changes. There's no doubt a small one for me is using WhatsApp video to phone phone people. I never used that before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a strange thing. Like I would have never used FaceTime. I know a lot of people do, but I've never really used it. But I've never, no, I just, I've never seen the point. 
I think I've recorded more podcasts in the last three weeks than I did in the previous month, or the past yeah. like the past week or two than I did in the previous month to six weeks, just because it's it's easier to schedule and it's quite easy to upload as well. And people are have got more free time, so they're happy to just jump on. Yeah. And I, I don't feel like I'm busting to get to do something. I wouldn't mind going out for a nice meal or just to break up the monotony. Um, but like, I don't feel like except when I get out, I'm going to do other than go probably for a good party. With them. It was due to have a 40th. Me and me were having a joint 40th. To 21st of March, it was going to be. And yeah. uh, so we're ha- as soon as it, as soon as this is over, we're calling it the EOV party, the end of the virus party. Yeah. So I think we might book the bar for about three days. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got to say one thing that this really got me and it's got me back into the habit of is cooking. I, I didn't cook yeah. for weeks or months. I was getting meal plans and that sort of stuff. Um, and I've started cooking again and I, I love cooking. It's just, it, it's great. Yeah, it's very therapeutic. Um, and you get a lovely meal at the end of it. And it's good for entertaining. Well, obviously not now. But. Uh, it's it's scheduling time, but isn't it? Because when you're running around like a headless chicken, then it's just not high on the priority list. And you need to, schedule and treat it like it's your most important meeting of the week yeah yeah but what do you think we were talking off camera briefly about it but what about habits people's habits what what in my opinion people are going to fall out of routine um i spoke to you last <laughs> spoke to you just even last night i never have a drink in the house and i came home last night had a glass of red wine i can easily see how that will affect people and you know yeah. All of a sudden, you start, instead of getting up at 5 a.m., you start getting up at 6 a.m. and then 7 a.m. Because you have no work to go to. How, do you, how, would you, how are you going to keep yourself in those good habits? So I'm fortunate in that I'm very busy at the minute. So the last, up until about Tuesday of this week, my focus has been on my staff, my clients, and the actual business and looking at cash flow projection. So that has taken up, and it's only this week that I... I feel like I can really concentrate now on what business can I do, communicating properly with clients as I'm phoning them rather than sending out group emails and stuff. Uh, so I've been fortunate, but I've stuck to the uh, to my normal routine. I would normally be up about half six, a couple of mornings of train at half six, but uh, normally up at half six and in the office for sort of half seven, quarter to eight. So I've just stuck to that, getting up, maybe going for a walk or doing a bit of reading, having breakfast. Um, and I'm normally at my desk for about quarter to nine, ready to go. And then I, have, I don't see the day going in. Probably drink more tea than I ever did. I'm yeah. down at lunch. But down, this week I spent my lunch watching Dragon's Den pitches. Because they're only about 15 minutes long. So, um, And then I train at Hollywood Rugby Club um, with a guy that puts classes on. And he's been doing Zoom classes every night at half six, seven. So 40 minutes uh, of exercise. Yeah, so it's all we're all mates, obviously. So it's just doing the homework. All we have is a twenty kilo plate, a map, and a couple of dumbbells. And I tell you, like did one there at ten this morning. My shoulders are burning. Yeah. Uh, so I've tried to stick that. Um, reading a wee bit more consistently than what it would be, and like a wee silly thing is, my wife and I decided to change. We were Wednesday night to the new Friday night, so we decide finish early, get some really nice food. Uh, open a bottle of wine and then maybe watch a movie or um, just to break the monotony. And last night we treated it as just a normal night. So it was just normal food and one glass of wine. So 
this week I felt that's really worked because they looked all day Wednesday. I was looking forward to switching off. Yeah. Sticking the, sticking the music on. But the, well, she did the cooking, to be fair. I sat and watched, but I sat in the kitchen table where she cooked. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah, we're going to do the same. She cooked and you drunk the wine. I know how it went. Yeah, that's normally the way. I've done a bit of cooking, if you can call it cooking, warming up this week. But uh, tonight will be the same. Uh, a couple of group messages set up with you know we've all got Facebook groups with people so mm-hmm. got a couple of them sort of lined up tonight for you drink so yeah I think your routine's so important as you say I can see it now with my friends who have nothing to do unfortunately they're getting up later setting up later watching things you know yeah. good uh, have you been on TikTok yet no I'm normally a year late because I only joined Instagram about three months ago <laughs> Yeah, around 10 years old, learn you these things are for I the kids. I, 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 it's just because I like I follow Gary V, uh, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, yeah. And one thing he does this thing, he's been speaking a lot about TikTok over the last six months. So I joined up, started making videos on it. You grow a following very, very quickly just by doing mm-hmm. sing alongs or lip syncs or whatever. I'm really I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I think everybody on Instagram and, and other social platforms have went really serious. TikTok just sort of brings out that inner kid in you a little bit. Yeah. Um, but one thing, he he does this thing called Inside 4Ds as well. And he sort of takes different small businesses and sort of dissects what they should be doing. But it's just, it's a good way to start catching up with social media. I, I just want to produce a lot of content as well for the next yeah. couple of months on YouTube and on my podcast as well. Because the fill your time with something constructive, uh, because I, I live on my own, so <laughs> me, yeah. me and the dog. Um, so you spend that you can you can do your family calls and whatever, but just producing good content and start telling stories about different things on different platforms. Yeah, it's good to learn these things as a business owner too, because you don't often have time yeah. to sit and scroll and learn how to do the social media stuff. But it's it's so important. We have a lot of mutual contacts. So a lot of the guys you've had on before, I would know as well, like Martin Gilchrist, um, yeah. um, are all fantastic. Who are just willing to share information and and help people. So I think you're doing the right thing and doing these. And again, hate using time as an excuse, but that has been the excuse for not doing the podcast. Because in my world of personal finance, there's loads out there. Um, mm-hmm. So I think keep it up, keep talking, but the more you ask these questions the more you'll learn yourself never mind your listeners and followers and um, for, for the for the podcast you want to be in a good headspace to give good information i like and I, I know you've been busy the last week trying to do this for the last couple of weeks but the the thing when, when you're involved in the day-to-day like even when i was out doing the levels the other day like the last thing i was thinking about was wanting to record a podcast at certain yeah. times of the night and trying to produce different different content and editing videos because you're just you, you have clients to serve and you've got clients you, yeah. 90% of my time is just spent reassuring people which is fair enough yeah. because people are going what's happening when we move what's, what, what's your situation and you're just like don't worry what, what we're completing we are completing and you want to keep yourself in that good headspace and not start thinking about other things too early when you don't really have time but that goes back to your consistency, but so at this minute in time, with you doing this, it's not directly bringing in you a new business or anything that you're getting reward from. But the more you do this, the more consistency, the more it will. 
like you know i met you maybe a year ago at a networking event and then obviously you started going to property meet which i'm involved in but we weren't we wouldn't have known each other well but i know from doing this i've been following you closely because you've got guests on that i'm genuinely interested in mm-hmm. and okay, you, know, and, you know like other ones from different areas of the world as well just yeah. who, who, who's got free time and who wants to chat this be yeah, podcast is I love podcasts now, I don't very rarely listen to the radio on the way to work. It's always a podcast and that can range from normally Monday to Thursday, personal finance stuff, business, and then maybe on the Friday on the way home and listen to like a football one or something mm-hmm. a wee bit more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin Murray's got a great, a great one, Colin Murray at home, if you're into sport. Uh, some really great guests on, you wouldn't, you wouldn't probably have paid much attention. There's one with Chris Akabusi which is just so in, so deep. I mean, you just would never have thought that that was his personality. Yeah. And there was another one with that, with Bobby George, the dart player. Yeah. Uh, so he, he's, a, he's minted. His house is built as the shape of a dart flight. <laughs> but he's just in London, Cockney geezer still. And it's, so really? that's, that's a really good, if you're into your sport, that's a great podcast. You're going to go and Google his house here after if there's a picture yeah. of it. I don't know. I think it has a lake and all in the middle of it. You're like, you only play darts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Must be killing. Is it killing you with no football? Is it really? Uh, I've actually haven't found it as bad as a few of my mates watching repeats and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a Liverpool fan, so I'm just, I just want the season. <laughs> just want to get the league one and then that's it. Well, like, I'm a huge boxing and MMA fan. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to. Some of, there's a few good fights on over the next couple of weeks, but I don't know if they want to be in empty stadiums or what the story is. How are they, how are they sparring? Sure, you can't. You can't surely, and you think about it, it's an airborne virus, so all your spit and sweat and slobbers. Well, as far as so, I know, they had, a, they had a, an MMA fight. This is only going by passed on information, so don't, don't take my word for it, but apparently they had an MMA fight somewhere with no audience a few weeks ago. They just had it recorded and whatever I don't know how that would work because surely when you're it's very playing, irresponsible given the whole situation yeah and know. It, like you you want to feed off the crowd as well you want you want that atmosphere yeah I think that's it's probably going to be like football will probably go behind closed doors but it will be strange won't it mm-hmm. but I don't if you, should the whole the Joshua face just been pulled because you can't spar with anybody so you know, when they get into that last sort of what is it, twelve weeks of training, when it's really the intense training camps, they can't be doing it. Yeah. Well, just everything else just has to go on hold for a while. I mean, I don't know how much it's going to affect me not watching the sports over the next few weeks because, I, I, like, I you kind of feel like my head like hasn't changed since the lockdown. Yeah, you've been because you. You've got two, we had two choices, you know, you face criticism for not doing your social responsibility, but then we we were allowed to complete what we had to complete. But I read a few rules going forward over the next few weeks about the measures that we need to have in place. And yeah. in terms of cost, because we we're kind of working out on a daily rate and we can't get the, you know, the preparation we'll have to get, uh, the preparation we'll have to do for a house move, the equipment we now need, and all that sort of stuff. It's just, it's not worth it for the client, or it's not worth it for us financially. Yeah, I, I can't see too many people moving in the next four or five weeks. I know land registries 
hopefully going to be back up and running very soon, which will allow. But I think that'll be more for remortgages rather than. Um, yeah. Yeah, because think about if, if you were moving next week. You know, you're you're in lockdown and you're not meant to be coming out and all the stuff you need to do and have your boxes ready and. So I think you'll probably find that, that your challenge is going to be. Right, well, I don't know what way. It's probably going to be a phased return to normality. But once solicitors can, can get contracts over the line, completions, yeah, you may be ready to go. We'll You'll need an army. We will be ready to go because my guys, they all love working. None of my guys are, are the kind that come in and are, you know, dragging their heels or complaining. They all want to get. They all love it. Like yeah. so, it's not going to be hard for me to get get up and run again. The boys will be happy yeah. to come back to work, and I'll be happy to get back to work as well. But in the mean, like I think downtime is very important. I know everybody's saying you know use the time wisely, and yes, I I agree with that to a certain extent. But I also think taking taking time off, especially as a business owner, you need some creative space to think about how you're going to move forward, yeah. how you're going to be resourceful, how you're going to you know deal with deal with staff, deal with any challenges that might come, and you need space for that because you can't you can't be in that. Headspace when it's so full throttle. Yeah, you're in the eye of the storm. Yeah, yeah, that's why I feel I sort of feel now that I'm the, the rest of today, tomorrow, and next week. I'm not, I don't feel I'm in the eye of the storm now. I've got things to do and I'm be busy, but right, what are the wee changes that I can make? You yeah. know, it's one of the things with the personal fitness, I do really enjoy training that much. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier yeah. to be lazy, it's yeah. easier to be lazy, but for me. I don't want to be going back to my training classes, starting back from flipping fat and unfit. So that's given me that motivation to do the, you know, stay on top of it. And I've been out for runs and stuff that I never did before. Yeah. Um, I've, seen, and, I've seen an absolute abundance of runners. I know, and walkers, people you've never seen before in your street. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that's going back to those habits. And I said it, I think it was this, when we just went, started recording. We need to take downtime because see, once we're allowed to work again, it's in our nature to want to work hard because we, even though you've been working this last couple of weeks, you will feel like if I wasn't working during the coronavirus, so I need to go and make this money back. I need to get my plan. Like we had some good plans for this year that are all put on hold. People want to be impatient to do them again. And I just, I can personally see just going hell for an hour when we get out of this. We're, so yes, you're right. You need to take a few days off and, Use it wisely, but also there's the time for chilling out, watching Netflix, and escaping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's com- coming up with strategies, but you need downtime to have the creative space to to think about things like that. Yeah, um, do a bit of mind mapping. That's what I do. Yeah, just sit and lie down. Find the best right. ideas. Some people say the best ideas come to you in the shower. Um, I had a few different. I've had a few ideas yesterday. I was on the boat back from Hollyhead. And I was just, I went to the cabin for an hour and I got an hour's kept and woke up and I was like, right, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. Just different social media things. And I was like, right, I want to put that place start Monday. And the, the most random place on a boat, you know, just after yeah. an hour's kept. I normally said we go to Spain a couple of times a year and on the way home I'd be having a laptop and be sitting. Because that's me focused on getting back. Right, what? We talked about this earlier, but they come up with a big list and they very few of them. So I'm I'm sort of now right. What are the three things max? Business, personal, and maybe health. So I was talking to you about doing stretching and 
like the Pilates or yoga, I need to I need to incorporate that into my week, right? You know, there's no point saying you're going to do it every day. I won't, but can I do two a week or whatever to start with? You know, yeah. or yeah. you're not going if you go for too many changes, you'll just get overwhelmed. Yeah, the other one. Follow my friend. Follow my friend on Instagram. He's getting a free shout out here, uh, Johnny uh, Movement Maestro. So Johnny mm-hmm. Neeson. He does like a lot of content around different hip stretches. I actually trained with him a couple of years ago, and the important like I would spend about fifteen minutes every morning before I do anything, just stretching, stretching my back, sure. especially in the line of work that I do. Um, and it's yeah, just, you just find you're you're not slouching. You, I've got better mm-hmm. posture. I feel you know. You find those things yeah. can creep up on you. I don't know if you get pain up in your back here, but Johnny has a lot of stuff on his Instagram. It's really, really good. So sitting in, uh, I sit in an office seat and have done for twenty years now. And I, my flexibility is embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but it's just an example of something that I write. Come on, let's try and let's try and make a difference. Because, like I often say, the guys I work with are your age. You don't realize the next ten years how quick they'll go and what you learn and this you know it's a great time because you've youth on your side yeah. along with a bit of motivation and you start to earn a bit of money it's when you can make really good changes yeah absolutely yeah just finishing up i'm gonna there's i think i've seen it in another podcast there's only apparently there's only 15 people that actually stay 15 percent of the people who watch your podcast stay to the very end so what <laughs> what, what is the mess or listen to the podcast even what is the what is the one tip you've got for the fifteen percent of people that have stayed to listen to us talking shit? Get financially organized. Use this time to get your finances organized, made really simple. Automate everything, like the direct debits. Just spend this time to get you in shape. I'll get you in financial fitness for going back to when normality resumes. Nice. Okay, brilliant. Well, Paul, thank you very much for coming on. Thank Probably you. I think it's going to be really valuable for everybody. Um, so yeah, have a good one and I'll speak to you soon. Great. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Get Thinking Podcast and I will be back very soon.